0: Why don't I start, huh? The simplest way to put it, I have problems. Uh, I worry about diseases, so uh, I have trouble touching things. Uh, In public places, it's it's, uh, almost impossible. I have a real big problem
1: moving. Talk about moving. Hello and welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies and more. And more. If you like us, subscribe. And you can subscribe at any platform now, right?
0: Just about.
1: Yeah. But most assuredly, we have to mention Stitcher. Sure. We are contractually obligated.
0: Well, I think everybody who's supposed to be on Stitcher is supposed to say Stitcher. Yeah. So we've said Stitcher about enough times. Yeah. Did you introduce us? Nope. No,
1: No. You didn't. I'm Eric, sitting across from me is Arwen. Hi. Yeah, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher.
0: Podchaser.
1: Podchaser. Podchaser
0: SoundCloud. is uh, newer in like the last year or so, and it brings together like other podcasters. Oh, okay. So.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure. But
0: you can actually listen to the podcast there, too.
1: Right. Follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. Mm -hmm. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Movies That is Movies and the number one. Thank you for listening. And also, if you like this podcast, uh, rate us on what is it called?
0: RateThisPodcast.com slash movie.
1: That's right. There you go.
0: So uh, I've been thinking about making up T-shirts. Really? Yeah, then have like our our cute logo yeah. on the front and on the back it would say like go watch a movie.
1: That's a good idea.
0: I think I think I might do that. So if you're interested in a t-shirt, let me know.
1: Yeah. Wear our t-shirt. Love our merch. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so this week, uh we I was just scrolling around, you know, I thought about Scott Pilgrim versus the World, mm-hmm. uh Eraserhead, The Forbidden Zone.
0: You were all over the spectrum this week.
1: The Human Tornado, Gone in 60 Seconds, the original, not the crappy remake. Vanishing Point, the original, not the crappy remake. <laughs> Conan the Barbarian, the original, not the crappy remake.
0: There wasn't a remake of that, was yeah, there? Yeah,
1: it's on, it's on Netflix right now. You're kidding. It's a crappy remake. It's, oh. It stars this muscle guy.
0: See, some movies don't need remade.
1: Right. Like Labyrinth.
0: So... <laughs> The Del Toro labyrinth, is... Pan's labyrinth. Yeah, it's completely different. It's not.
1: Yeah, that's it's not the it same has, story
0: at all. It has
1: nothing to do with that movie, whatsoever. That's that's
0: right. But people think it does. Why? I because of the name.
1: Oh, that's weird. So anyway, we settled on a movie. It's called What About Bob? It's a good one. Yep. Uh, 1991, one hour thirty nine minutes, rated PG, director. Frank Oz, who we all know as the voice of Yoda, mm-hmm. the voice of Miss Piggy, yep. the cop that releases uh, Jake, no, L, L, no, yeah, it was Jake Blues uh-huh. out into the open. He also co-directed uh, The Dark Crystal.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was big into the puppet scene.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a puppeteer. He's probably the voice of several Sesame Streeters. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, director Frank Oz, and it stars... Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfuss, Julie Haggerty, and Charlie Corsmo.
0: So, I think this might be our third or fourth uh, Bill Murray movie we've done. Yeah,
1: we've done Quick Quick Change, Change. Scrooged, and this.
0: Yeah, so it's our third one. Yeah. We we have a type.
1: We do have a type. And I'm going to have some facts peppered in throughout this thing about Bill Murray and his... uh, Attitude. (laughs) But we open up. How do we open up?
0: It's really interesting. It's black screen and you just see this little goldfish floating around. And it's just, it's kind of cute.
1: Yeah. And the goldfish's name is what? Gil. Gil. Um, But we're in Bill Murray's apartment. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's getting ready to go out. Mm -hmm. We don't know where. And we learn that he uh, is working at home. He clocks in. He tells Gil he's going to go to work, and then he just sits down at his
0: yeah, yeah. computer. He sits down and clocks in, and it's hilarious.
1: So he has a job.
0: Well, I'm sure he does. He lives in New York in an apartment by himself. He's got to have some kind of job.
1: Yeah. We also learn that Bill Murray's crazy. Yes. He, like, uses a handkerchief or a napkin it's like a, of some like sort. like a tissue. To open doors. Uh, He had trouble with the uh, revolving door.
0: He had trouble going through a hallway.
1: Yeah, that hallway was narrow. It was
0: narrow, but it was wide enough that he could walk through. But he couldn't touch the walls, so he angled himself.
1: Yeah, and he lives in New York City. Uh Uh-huh. So, and uh, I just wrote down here, New York City is dirty. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Richard Dreyfuss' character real quick. Okay. uh, Because he's here at the beginning as well. Mm He's braggadocious. He's very pompous. Mm -hmm. He's a very unlikable person right from the beginning.
0: Yes. And he is a psychiatrist? Yeah. Yes.
1: He just wrote a book. He has several copies in his uh, office. office. Mm -hmm. But uh, somebody calls him. Another doctor calls him and says, hey, uh, I quit the business. Psychiatrist uh, is a dying breed, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I got one patient for you and I recommended you. He's like, Okay, well, set him up. We'll set him up after my vacation. But apparently, he had already made the appointment for that day. Oh, yeah. And he interviews Bob. Yes. So Bill Murray plays a guy named Bob and uh, Dreyfus plays a guy named Dr. Leo Marvin. Leo Marvin. Uh, very unlikable guy. He is like right at the beginning.
0: Yeah, he. They both sit down. Yeah, and you expect that when you go to a doctor of any sort, that they start the conversation Yeah. a question know, or something.
1: I know that when I had to go see a a therapist for a little while, um, when I first showed up, he said, "What do I need to know?" Yes, and so I. Spilled all my guts out, and then uh, things happened. hmm Yeah. I'm, I'm much better now.
0: Yes. Uh, Leo, however, doesn't do this. He no, just he sits just... there and stares at him, and Bob's like, well, I guess I'll start. Right. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we see that Bill Murray's character, Bob, uh, doesn't like to use the elevator when there's too many people on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't so like he, using
0: the elevator at all. He took all. the
1: stairs. Yeah. To get to the office and yes. he's up like 15, 16 flights. It,
0: it was excessive, yeah.
1: So, he's a germaphobe. He's probably got agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got some kind of OCD thing he's, going he's on. He's afraid
0: of everything. He worries about everything. Yeah. He's just got problems. Right. And it was that was something he said. He, he's like, I have problems.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, said, he, he said Tourette's and then he started cussing. Yes. And he said, and he was like, "What was that?" And he goes, "Well, if I fake it, I don't have it." Yes. So I guess he faked it. Yes. And we see the Tourettes come back later in the movie.
0: As a comedy point.
1: Yeah. And but the doctor says, you know, read this book while I'm on vacation. It's called Baby Steps. And. <laughs>
0: this is another jerky moment. He's like, there's this really great book that just came out and he goes to his bookcase and you can clearly see the bottom shelf is all his books. Yeah. And he's like looking up at the top and he's like, oh, here it is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I hate you. And,
1: <laughs> and Leo Marvin's uh, office is clean. It's got a big desk between the two so it's, it's, it's not It's very personable. impersonal. Um, there's a big old bust of Sigmund Freud in mm. there. His his secretary is just outside the door. Small waiting room, gigantic office. Yeah, yeah, he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. Like right at the beginning. Oh yeah. Um, Gene Siskel of the Siskel and Ebert fame hated this movie.
0: I don't know why though. He said
1: he said that Richard Dreyfuss's character could have had a slow build to being a jerk. Oh, instead of being a jerk right out of the gate, because mm-hmm. where do you go from there? Yeah. That he's never redeemed himself in this whole movie.
0: Oh, no. Never.
1: Yeah. So Bill Murray's like, you're going on vacation? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'll be gone for until Labor Day. And he goes, well, that's like a month. Mm-hmm. What do I do till then? Baby steps. So he takes baby steps out the door. And baby steps to the elevator.
0: Then he gets on the elevator. Yeah. It is doors, so funny.
1: Doors close and you hear him scream. It is funny. <laughs> So, he charges him.
0: He records his notes to be transcribed later. And so he's going to charge him for, obviously, the session, but also the book. Yeah. And it's like, you just gave him the book. Yeah. You didn't tell him anything. It's like, Mm -mm. oh, I hate that.
1: I will say that Leo gets what he deserves. Uh Uh-huh. So... Leo goes on vacation to Lake Winnipesaukee. Winnipesaukee. And it's supposed to be in New Maine Hampshire. or New Hampshire, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh it was really filmed in uh Virginia.
0: It's interesting.
1: And he just goes to this house that he owns. Yeah, he
0: bought the house.
1: And it's a nice little town, it reminds a, me of like the little house on the prairie town, you know. A oh, like,
0: little yeah. Yeah, it's General what you'd store. expect a, a touristy town to be on a lake. Yeah,
1: like, or you could say, like those Amish towns. Mm-hmm. That's just all Amish, and you walk into a room and it's like no lights are on because they don't believe in electricity.
0: Yeah, these people did though. There, there's no Amish. <laughs> well, seen yeah. in this scene, but it, you know, it's very small, and, uh, you know, if he bought this house and only comes up there once or twice a year. Yeah. That's kind of a dill hole move, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, he's going to go fishing, teach his kid how to dive in the very mean-spirited way. He's very cold. Tell his daughter not to do stuff.
0: So, let's talk about the daughter. Alright. She, you you told me how old she was.
1: Yeah, she and was 26 at the time. And
0: I'm like, oh my gosh. Playing like, a, maybe
1: like, a 17-year-old girl. yeah. Yeah, and she was she's only ten years younger than Julie Haggerty. Uh huh. And Julie Haggerty, if you don't know, she was the uh, the love interest in the airplane movies. Mm-hmm. She was in uh, Senior Trip as oh, the teacher. I think I
0: forgot about that. Yeah.
1: Um, she's yeah, this very soft-spoken voice, mm-hmm. very good actress, but you don't see her in anything anymore Mm-mm. that I can think of. And then the son, he was in Can't Hardly Wait. He was the kid in Dick Tracy. He'd, been, he'd done a whole bunch of stuff, and then I guess he quit acting to become a nerd.
0: He went off to college. Yeah. He's very intelligent. I don't think I've ever seen the daughter in anything else, though.
1: No, she's a puppeteer. Frank Oz knew her as a puppeteer,
0: oh, and she got the
1: role that way. That's she funny. worked She worked on Sesame Street with Frank Oz. Okay. So Bob is trying to call Leo. And he calls the office, and this uh, lady answers the phone. I think her name was Cheryl. Betty. Betty.
0: You're really bad at this. <sighs>
1: yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, so her name is Betty. Her name is Betty. And he tries to milk information out of her, mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, I was supposed to call his home number. Can you can you give me that number? And she's like, I'm not going to give you that number. So he just He keeps tries, trying.
0: like, twice, and then he calls... Pretending to be a cop?
1: No, he shows up pretending to be oh, a cop. Oh,
0: that's right. So
1: he shows up at the office yeah. or at the receptionist place office. The exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And says that Bob killed himself and that he needs to get a hold of Leo Marvin if he were to write him a letter.
0: Yeah. I'm like, and they're like, this isn't how things work. She gives out
1: his, like, He says, she says that he's in Lake Winnipesaukee. So he just knows where to go gets on a bus which takes him a while yes the bus driver was the uh old chinese lady from uh orange is the new black yes
0: but she wasn't old then
1: no she was <laughs> young and then i liked it like he has his goldfish in, in on a rope and in, in a class or in a jar in,
0: in like a mason jar
1: yeah so he brings gill with him
0: it's just a support animal yeah
1: and he sits down and he looks at the guy, like, right across the aisle and says, Hey, could you knock me out? Just one quick hit. I, I don't mind. And the guy's like, Oh, get the hell away. And, yeah. <laughs> so, he must have been a joy the whole trip.
0: Well, when he finally gets there and he gets off the bus, everybody cheers.
1: Well, everybody cheers, but also he's the only one sitting in yes. near the back.
0: Yes, they all everybody moved to the front. Everybody else moved to the front,
1: so... <laughs> But uh he gets off the bus and he just starts screaming Leo's name. Yes. Like who right, does that?
0: Right in the middle. Of, he's insane.
1: But uh Leo was just also told Just happened to be there. He was also told that he uh he, he, he got, that yeah. Bob had killed himself. Yes. And so he's like, "Oh, that's too bad. Um oh well."
0: Yeah, because uh, I think Faye, Faye his wife, uh, had asked, do we need to, to go back? And he goes, let's not let it ruin our vacation. Yeah. Now, he just met the person. Right. I can kind of understand, like, oh, that's, that's, but you also don't know them. Right. So I can kind of understand where he could be a little cold there. But he's just excessively cold. Yeah. Even to his family members, he's cold.
1: Exactly, Yes.
0: So he happens to be in town with his family getting groceries. Getting
1: groceries. And he
0: hears his name being shouted Yeah, right there. And
1: then he sees him, and he's like, oh, great. Yeah. He's not dead. Mm. And then Bob comes up And to he's him. angry. Yeah, he's angry. He's, he's fifth-level angry when he should be at two-level angry. I agree with Gene Siskel on that. He shouldn't have been as angry. It should have been a slow build.
0: It should have been a slow up build. Up until
1: the end where, you know, he does what he does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But instead, he was... Right here, yes. where else do you go?
0: And so this could be a commentary on actually how Richard Dreyfus played it. Yeah. it may, he may have not have thought he was at a five. Right. He may have thought he was playing it at a two.
1: So a couple people were offered this role and turned it down. Okay. One is Clint Eastwood.
0: As Leo?
1: As Leo Marvin. No. One was Steve Martin.
0: I could have seen that.
1: Uh, I can't I can remember the that. third person, but there was a third person too. Probably Dan Aykroyd or no, it was uh, Chevy Chase. Oh, uh-huh. and and if you think Bill Murray would have given uh, anybody hell, it would have been Chevy been Chase Chevy. because those two hate each other. Yeah, yeah. One of the tidbits I was gonna I, I'm going to talk about is the fact that uh, last year Richard Dreyfuss said uh, filming this movie was a nightmare. Bill Murray was drunk. He was like an, a drunken Irishman, is what he called mm-hmm. him, threw a ashtray at him, mm-hmm. uh, threatened a woman with violence, threw her camera into the lake, offered to throw her into the lake. Oh, my. So, I mean. Yeah. I hear Bill Murray's hard to work with,
0: mm-hmm. but he
1: makes so many movies, he can't be that hard to work with.
0: Yeah. And it could be creative direction. It could be. Personality issues yeah. between actors.
1: I mean, it was just, it's just weird to me to think that this guy who is beloved by everyone. Yes. Is hated by so many. Yes. I mean, he made Lucy Lou cry on the set of Charlie's Angels.
0: Yeah.
1: So he has to wait until like 4 p.m. for Leo to call him and he waits at this uh, diner.
0: Yes. It's like, Why not just meet with the man? Yeah. He traveled all this way. Right. Granted, it's crazy. He should not have come to this place. But still, I feel like if he would have been a bit more personable, this would have ended differently.
1: Yeah. And uh, I don't know what what happened, though, because uh, he never calls.
0: Well, here's what happened. So he was supposed to call at 4. Yeah. The diner clock, it was 3. And uh, someone went to use the phone, and he freaks out. It's like, don't use that. Oh, it was 3? I thought it, it was 4. It was 3 o'clock. And so that's when he tells everyone there that he's waiting a, for a call from Leo, which the owners of this diner hate Leo. Yeah. they uh They were going to buy that
1: house. Mm-hmm. and uh And Leo, like, came back. Mm-hmm. Offered more money for the house. Mm-hmm. I bought it, bought right, it out right, right out from, from my yeah. Man. And so, like, the lady's hilarious. The guy, they're like this Polish couple or something like that. I mean, they have an accent.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they And do. she
1: calls him, you know, cuss words. S-O-B. Yeah. yeah. And, and he'd <laughs> go, she never says that. Yeah. It's hilarious.
0: They're, they're a great little foil.
1: And we see them a couple times. Uh, one time is, like, out in the lake where they're fishing. We'll get there. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah.
0: So they they offer to take him to Leo because they know exactly where he lives.
1: Exactly.
0: And which leads to a great little scene of them, you know, he gets out and they're just sitting there watching.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he shows up at their front door uh while Leo's teaching his child how to dive. So the young boy, he's afraid to dive into the water mm-hmm. head first and Leo's holding his shirt and like making him lean Mm -hmm. and then bill murray shows up and he says you're not going to drop me are you dad and he's like no and then he sees bill murray or bob get out of the car and he drops his kid into the lake so that happened so for some reason bob decides he's just gonna stay there
0: so bob and uh leo have a small talk yeah and he's like you really can't be here i'm on vacation and he this is where he dials it down Mm-hmm. And that he's he's like, I'm not angry. Um,
1: uh, he said, I don't get angry.
0: Yes. And clearly he does. D- yeah. Yes. But uh, he, he got out his prescription pad and he wrote something and he handed it to Bob. And Bob reads it and he goes, that is a prescription for a vacation from your problems. Every time that you start to have an issue, you take this out. And you take a vacation from your problem. Now go back to your home. Yes. Yeah. And so it's kind of funny because he's like, oh, yeah. And he's still doing all the baby steps yeah. and everything.
1: Which I don't believe he even read one page of that book.
0: Oh, he don't either. He just was like, oh, I'll just walk in baby steps. Baby yeah. step here. Baby step there. Right. You know? And, and and so he decides, well, I'm in this really nice place. I'm just going to take a vacation here. Yeah. No, no extra clothes.
1: Nope.
0: Probably no extra spending money.
1: I don't know how he makes money. Well, um, he's but gonna. He's stay- gotta be rich.
0: He's somewhat, yes, he has to be. He's but, got that and, dude and, cash. Yeah, and he, you know, he's clearly intelligent enough for it. But he's staying with, um, what are their name? The Gutmans.
1: Is that the couple?
0: Yes, that's the couple. So the Gutmans have offered to let Bob stay as a way to stick it to Leo. It's funny. It is funny. And Leo has an interview with Good Morning America in a few days. So he's desperately trying to get Bob to leave Lake Winnipesaukee.
1: Right. So at some point he's walking to wherever he's staying, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But he's kind of freaking out because he's all alone. And then he starts, like, zigzag running. Mm-hmm. And the daughter is behind him at one point and, and stops and offers him a ride. He accepts.
0: Yeah. What's funny is he he gets his tissue out. And then he goes, how many people touch this? And She's like, just a family. And he puts the tissue back in his pocket and actually touches it with his hand.
1: Yeah. the The weird thing about... The family itself is the mom, the daughter, the, the, the boy mm-hmm. instantly fall in love with Bob. Oh, yeah. Like, instantly.
0: Yeah. Which is weird because they know that this man is unstable.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm saying. I mean, they weren't even a little bit terrified that this guy just tracked him down in 1991 with no internet. Exactly. You know?
0: Yeah. Like so. today, we'd see that and we'd be like, "I'm calling the police yeah. to deal with you." Yeah. And restraining orders.
1: So Bob's in the wrong here.
0: Bob is clearly in the wrong.
1: We can we can all agree that Bob is a criminal.
0: Well, yeah, he f- pretended to be a cop and told them that he was dead. You know. You know when to gain he, information.
1: You know, in that scene where he shows his badge is actually a Blue Cross Blue Shield card. Is it? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> How dumb were the receptionists?
0: They weren't looking.
1: They should have they been should looking.
0: They should have been. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So she talks to Bob about sailing. Yes. And he goes, oh, you could never get me out on the water. And she's like, oh, it'd be fun, you know. And so she takes him on the boat. And they tie him to the mast, yes. I think. And and he's just like, I'm sailing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's got the life jacket on. And he's like wrapped up. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, and Leo sees this. He drops his out. kid again. I think because he's still teaching think, his kid to die. I dive. think
0: that's the first time. He the very first time he didn't drop. uh oh, okay, Ziggy. But the the next time he it's, did drop it's Ziggy. Ziggy. Yeah, Sigmund.
1: S- Sigmund. Yeah. Sigmund and uh, I forget the daughter's name, but she's also a, a Freud. It's Anna. Yeah, Anna Freud was a. A child therapist. Okay. And Sigmund Freud was a yes. famous therapist, so he's got this Freud complex, mm-hmm. I guess. So he's a fanboy. Yeah, but the the marina or wherever they dock the boats is within walking distance because Leo makes it there while they're parking yes. the boat. <laughs> yeah, docking. Docking. <laughs> She said parking the boat. That's just dumb.
0: That is what they do, though. They uh, park a boat.
1: <laughs> and so, before they could even untie Bob from the mast, he's already yelling at her, mm-hmm. but not really.
0: He's chastising her.
1: Yeah. And then, when she tries to talk back to him, he pulls out these puppets. Yes. One that looks like him and one that looks like her.
0: Uh uh-huh. Which we saw briefly when we got into the house Yeah, they were on the, the, the fireplace house. mantle. Yeah.
1: And I was like, those are creepy. I can't remember why they use those or why those are there. Then I remember. Yes. And he's like, puppets talk to each other.
0: Yes. It's a therapy technique.
1: I'm aware of that. It's just not a way to talk to your children.
0: Absolutely not. Especially when they're old enough to be telling you directly.
1: Yeah, I wrote down here, puppet daddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anna, in her defense of why t- she's hanging out with Bob, is because Bob is fun. Yeah, and I was like, he can't be your surrogate dad, though. Right, It'd be weird.
1: And she's like, I'm gonna go get the car, and she's he's like, no, leave it.
0: Yeah, and so, so they just walk back. They
1: just walk back home, and Bob makes his way back to their home too.
0: Well, yeah, he walks everywhere,
1: and so he's like sitting on the dock talking to Sigmund. Oh yeah, about life. Death, the universe, anything, and diving, and diving, and uh, he's like, he's like, I can teach you how to dive. He goes, Oh no, you ain't get me into that water.
0: And so I think Bob purposefully was reverse psychology here, possibly because when uh, Siggy finally does dive, he kind of smiles and like knowingly, like, right, I helped
1: him. Yeah, and this is a really nice moment. It is. Uh, up until when Leo finds out that his son dived without him.
0: Yeah, uh, Faye, Faye was like, look, you know, because everybody's been trying to get it. And so this is when we also see the Gutmans in, in the lake. Yes. And so when when he finally dives, they cheer for him too. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just. And uh, the town likes the family, they don't like Leo.
1: Well, it's obvious why. Yes. I mean, Leo's a. Exactly. Jerk. Yes. But uh, he's, like, he rushes to the dock to see if his kid's okay.
0: Yeah, and he pushes Bob in. And he pushes in.
1: Bob in, like, on purpose. Yes. That was not a bump. Oh, Oops, no. I'm sorry. No. So he he knocks him in. And so Bob's, like, on his back in the life jacket going, what do I do, what do I do? And they're like, kick your feet. So he stretches out his arms and he starts kicking his feet and he goes right underneath the dock uh-huh. to the other side of the dock. And Heading straight hopefully to the rocks. just straight yeah. for the, the coast. Yeah. But, the, <laughs> but it was just funny how he did that. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Baby steps. I really like Bob. Yeah, Bob's fun. Yeah. Like, clearly he's
0: in the wrong. But he's also mentally unstable. Yes. So, you, you know, there's that... Well, I can forgive that, I guess.
1: <laughs> they sh- they show Bob taking a shower shortly after this mm-hmm. scene. And it's like an outdoor shower. Yeah. And there's like picnic tables nearby. And the the family and, and Leo, they're all talking about Bob and how they should just he should just be nicer to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's invaded our home and blah, blah, blah. And they invite him to dinner. Yeah. And it must be the tastiest dinner ever. Because he just says, mm, after every bite.
0: It's, mm, it's a little, mm, mm, little mm. annoying there.
1: At one point, they offer him another piece of chicken. It's the chicken breast, and Leo gets mad. Uh-huh. Oh, did you want it? No, I didn't want that. No. <laughs> but so. this is
0: also the night before the GMA interview.
1: Yes. Good Morning America is supposed to interview Leo the next morning.
0: About his book.
1: Yes. And, uh... Everybody's nervous about that, mm-hmm. and he's maybe maybe he's just wound up to eleven at this point for that reason.
0: Oh, he is, yeah.
1: He leaves the table for a minute and he starts talking, but he starts choking on food.
0: Yes, uh, Bob says that he's walking proof of Leo's book that working. Yeah, and Leo apparently inhales or something at that point. Like he's
1: gonna laugh or guffaw.
0: Yes. And and ends up choking, and then the worst Heimlich. Well,
1: they try the Heimlich, and it's not ever. working. Yeah. So they put him on the couch, like face down on yeah. the couch, and they have Bob just like ramming his knee into his back, jumping up and down yeah. on him, and they're like, "Hit him harder! Jump higher!" <laughs> I mean,
0: even the family seems to not Faye per se, but the kids clearly don't like their dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's a therapist all day long at this point. Yeah, he? yeah. And that's just not a way to live. Yeah. But, you know, later on, he's saved. He's okay.
0: And then he wants, and they he help, wants him to he's leave. he's helping
1: him do the dishes. Oh, Bob's yes. helping the uh, wife do the dishes. And they're, like, throwing this dinnerware. Yeah. Over. I was shocked
0: how many plates were broken that day. Yeah. <laughs> Because real life, that doesn't work. No. You don't throw your, your plates around.
1: But they're singing a song and, you know, having a good old We're time. They're singing,
0: singing in the rain. That's right. Yeah.
1: Because it's raining. Yes. It is a thunderstorm. Downpour. Terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. And so Leo wants him to leave and yeah. go. And then this giant crack of lightning strikes.
1: Yeah. And so they're like, well, oh, he could sleep in Siggy's room. There's an extra bed in there. And he's like, "Ah, uh, no. Yeah. He's missing his toothbrush suddenly and it's because <laughs> Bob has taken the toothbrush. They he, he has to rearrange the room so he faces a certain way. Mhm. And then him and Sigmund they talk about death.
0: Yeah. And you know Siggy is very very young to be considering yeah life and the well, there he's, like, he's
1: like, we're all gonna die. Everybody dies. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. What else is there to be afraid of? Yeah. I'm afraid to die. Yeah. That's the only thing he's afraid of. And that's when Bob puts his hanky or his napkin and throws it in the trash. Yeah. Because I think that's where he's just decided I don't need to be afraid anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then Bob gives him like other things that are afraid, you know, and yeah. they're all minor. And then they start the Tourette's.
1: Yes. And so they're screaming at each other, calling them e- like each other. Like Fart boogers, fart boogers not bubble, whatever. Yeah,
0: all kinds of weird names. And, uh,
1: of course, the wife is asleep. Leo is practicing his speech in the mirror. Here's this racket. She gets up. They both rush to the room. They're both the the kids the kid and Bob are just jumping up and down on the beds Mm -hmm. just cussing each other out. They they
0: can't get into the room because Bob wanted to sleep at a certain degree. Yeah. You know, and so it's like open this door, you know.
1: Right. (laughs) Which I can understand. So he tells and his
0: friends I've been like, Y'all need to go to bed.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they tell him to go to sleep, he's like, okay. And uh Julie Haggerty's character, I forget her name, she Faye. she puts she puts Sigmund in his bed and mm-hmm. covers him. And then she lifts up the covers for Bob and he goes in he head him. first yeah. and made her laugh uh-huh. for real.
0: Oh that was a real laugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a genuine moment right there.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: And so it's the next morning. Yes. Basically, Leo is trying to get Bob out of the house before Good Morning America shows up. Yes. So he tells Bob to wake up. Bob doesn't wake up. He starts shaking Bob. Bob doesn't Violently wake up. Violently
0: shaking him.
1: Violently shaking and Bob, screaming Bob, at him. Bob. <laughs> and then uh, Bob's alarm clock goes off, and he wakes up and goes, yeah. Hey, guys, how's it going? Yeah. That's a little funny. It is funny. Um, They give him something to eat, and they send him on his way.
0: And then he goes out. Yeah. As he soon comes as he back in. And he says, good morning, America's yeah. here. Oh, he gave them their newspaper. Right. Yeah.
1: So he gets the newspaper, brings it in, and he says, oh, by the way, good morning, America's here. And so he offers them to come in. Or Leo yes. has good morning, America come in, trying to make everybody not even look at Bob. Exactly. And so he's introducing his family, and he forgets his wife's name or a daughter or somebody and Bob says that name, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, like immediately, boom, snap, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. angry."
1: And uh, they're like, "Who's he?" And well, that's Bob. He's a patient of mine. Oh my gosh, you brought one of your patients on vacation with you. This is amazing. H- is he going to be interviewed? Oh no, no, no. I can interview. Yeah, I can interview.
0: Yeah, she's like, "That's a great idea." Yeah, and you know he he wanted to do the classic chair in front of the fireplace scene. Right. They're like, "Well, we might with, have to scrap that now." With the <laughs> bust
1: of. Uh, Sigmund Freud yes. and Yeah, he's just a pompous fool.
0: Yeah.
1: So they talk about the book a little bit.
0: Well, um Leo is thrown off, but I had a feeling even if
1: Yeah, this Leo hadn't was going to screw He up was anyway. going
0: to crash and burn.
1: And of course, the uh the the couple, the older couple, yes. they're watching it and yes. they're laughing they're their laughing. butts off. Yes. I mean, they're they're a funny part in this movie. Yes.
0: And so uh, they start talking to Bob, and it really becomes an interview with Bob. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I just started. And they're like, well, how long have you been a patient? And he's like, three days. And like, And Leo's like, that is not how this book is supposed to work.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob's the star of this interview. Oh, yeah. Good morning, America. Get up, and they leave. Yes. And we saw, what, Joan London or something? Yeah,
0: there was a Joan London cameo.
1: Which she, she was, was really popular America. in
0: the 80s and 90s. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, that was kind of a fun little thing.
0: hmm So, do you happen to remember this old cartoon? No. It was, I think, our Nickelodeon. It was like a one-shot cartoon. It was called The Cat Came Back. It had a little ditty song to it, too. But <sighs> this guy, this cat just befriends this man is like you're my human now and every time he tries to get rid of the cat the cat comes back and that's part of the song if you've never seen it it's on youtube it's hysterical i'll
1: have to check it out
0: this movie reminds me so much of that cartoon because every time he tries to get rid of bob bob comes right back yeah
1: (laughs) so leo's furious he kind of scolds everybody kind
0: of understandable that Um, he'd be angry
1: everybody that Sees Bob for the rest of the thing. It's like, oh, you're that guy on Good Morning America,
0: uh-huh. Which uh, including
1: just, a police officer. It
0: just incenses Leo.
1: And so Leo wants to take Bob for a drive, mm-hmm. and he takes him to a an sanitarium, asylum, basically. Yeah. yeah. And just drops him off there and leaves.
0: Yes. So so he goes, he goes home, home.
1: And then he gets a call, takes a phone call, and he's like, "What? Yeah." And so he's taking bob
0: he's he goes back to the asylum and they're like here we're gonna give you this admission slip back and to save your career because bob has made everyone fall in love with him there basically he's
1: a charming guy
0: yeah and you know he's he's good at telling stories and he's good at other things
1: what was that joke he was saying I can't remember either. It's, like, it's
0: funny though because roses
1: like, are red, violets are blue. I'm a schizophrenic, and so am I.
0: Oh, that's funny, isn't that it? It might be, yeah. yeah. But it's funny the uh, the doctor tells Leo to take a vacation. He's like, I am on vacation,
1: right? <laughs> so yeah, then he's driving back. He's driving to back town, but Bob is getting on his nerves, so he kicks Bob out. Yes, and so. Bob's now walking alone again, and now Leo is leaving, and he gets pulled over by yes. the police. Yes. Yes. And then Bob, of course, he's got picked up by a hitchhiker, or he he was got the
0: government again.
1: No. Oh, okay. No, it was just some random just guy, randoms. Okay. And he's like, he's like says something make, to make him.
0: Make sure he's home by seven.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so which he gets the ticket. Leo again. He goes, oh, is that the guy I saw on TV this morning? Yeah, that's him, all right. And uh, yeah, Leo's like really angry, mm-hmm. and so he gets the ticket, gets in his car, and for some reason he backs up, yeah, and he destroys lands that in the tire. Ditch. Yeah, because he he fall the tire like gets popped by some rebar or something that's on the road.
0: Yeah, there's like a old sign broken off, and he's up on a big jagged rock. Yeah. And- it's just not good.
1: And then somebody splashes him with the, you know, mud. So he's looking worse for wear.
0: When we watched the trailer for this, yeah. we actually saw more of that scene in the trailer.
1: Yeah, where that he's wasn't like in the movie. losing his damn mind.
0: Yes. I was like, <laughs> just hitting well, that's his car funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple things in the movie trailer that aren't in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end, when the thing happens to his house... Mm-hmm. In the trailer, he goes, oh, my gosh, your house. <laughs> so instead yeah. of oops. Yeah. So Leo comes home. He kicks the doors open. I'm home. <laughs> like freaking Jack Torrance. Yeah. yeah. And nobody's there. The house and, is dark. And it's all dark. And Leo
0: looks terrible.
1: Yeah, he's full of mud. Yeah. His tie is unkempt. His shirt tucked, untucked. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes to the back door. The lights come on. surprise. It's his damn birthday. Uh-huh. What did I write down? Leo gets a ticket, flat tire, splashed with mud, and it's his birthday <laughs> and so he's like seeing all his family and friends there, and he's all happy about this and he, then his sister's there yeah, his sister's there, and then Bob comes in, and he's like. Got his arms around everybody and he goes, "We're all we're all here for you, buddy." Yeah. Leo loses his damn mind. Says, "Do don't touch my family!" Yeah. And and like jumps on him and they roll around. They break the table, and they have to pull him off of Bob. Because mm-hmm. if they didn't, Bob would have been dead.
0: Yeah. And so uh, we we see a local doctor's come in to treat him. And he goes to prescribe him Prozac. And Bob is there and he's like, are you sure that's the right medication for this particular thing that's episode, you know? And he suggests another one. And the doctor's like, you know, I think you're right.
1: And I'm like, dude. (laughs) (laughs) My feeling is that Bob's gone to enough psychiatrists and has gotten so much medication that he just knows knows what stuff goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So Leo's supposedly asleep.
0: Yes, he was supposedly given a sedative.
1: Yeah, but he's not. No, he gets out of bed.
0: He sneaks out of the house. Yep,
1: goes and gets. Uh, he
0: breaks into the general
1: store. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, okay, he's and they sh- officially lost it. They
1: show him like using a hammer a little bit, like, ah, yeah. oh, no. That's he's too contemplating messy. murder. Or a gun. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, I don't want to shoot him. It's messy. And, <laughs> and then he's like, ooh, explosives.
0: And he doesn't just get one. He gets, like, two pounds of explosives.
1: Yeah, a lot.
0: That's insane. (laughs) Which also reminds me of The Cat Came Back. So I'm starting to think that this movie was based off of that cartoon. Because the dude blows up the cat. Really? Yeah. It
1: doesn't work out for for him. (laughs) It doesn't work out for Leo, either. Yeah. (laughs) So... Bob's walking home, I think, and Leo puts a shotgun up against his back. And then ties him up to a tree.
0: They're all looking for Leo at this point. Maybe that was it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they all, Leo's been missing. Yes. And so they're they're worried that he might be in trouble.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And, yeah, he gets snuck up on and. Then they hide in a ditch while the family was like screaming his name and mm-hmm. in the car. And then he ties him to a tree, he calls it death therapy. Yeah,
0: and uh he's like, Oh, okay, you know. And he's just going with it. He doesn't think he's in danger at right. all.
1: Right. He doesn't he he's is oblivious. oblivious.
0: So Jake's... luckily
1: the family is out of the house, so
0: So Bob's sitting there, because Leo leaves him.
1: Yeah, and Leo the whole time on his way home is like... He's all giddy. He's all giddy, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he tried to kill himself once before. So he's trying to justify it in his head Uh that he didn't murder him. There's a timer on for like 20 minutes. Yeah, I think so. And so Bob has 20 minutes of life left for himself.
0: Yes, but doesn't think that. And so he's sitting there, and he goes, he's like, oh, so you're saying I'm all tied up inside So I need to untie myself. Yeah. You know, and he's he's putting meaning to everything about him, you know. Right. Um, And it's it's just hysterical. And this is where Bob has a real breakthrough about himself. Yes. And I think where he makes the turn to being more normal. Yeah, because some people you can you can overcome certain issues and right. become more normal.
1: Quotation marks. Exactly. So he does baby steps. Yes. Baby steps on tying a knot. Baby steps on tying a knot. He eventually frees himself. Mm-hmm. Leo is on the dock at his home. Yeah. And the family show up, and he's like, "No, I'm okay, everybody." But that's a little later. But that's where Leo is. Mm-hmm. Bob eventually walks to Leo's home with he still got he still got the bags of yes. gunpowder strapped to yes. him. Yes. Yeah, he goes inside the house and then he comes out of the house without them on. Yeah. While the family is hugging Leo on the dock and so he goes out to meet them and he's like Leo's like what happened to the bags? He goes what? And then his house explodes.
0: Yeah, he he told him they were inside. Uh, And then the
1: the couple, yeah. The Gutsmans
0: are in the lake, and they're just like, burn, burn, burn. burn." burn.
1: It was hilarious. This
0: is where Leo breaks.
1: Yeah, he's totally and completely broken. Yeah. Uh, He
0: goes catatonic at this point.
1: I just put down, Leo is crazy, house explodes. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Yeah, Leo gets committed. Yes. And he goes catatonic. He hasn't spoken. Yeah. And we're about a year later, and uh, Bob's getting married to Leo's sister. Mm -hmm. If anybody has any objections, speak now, forever, hold your peace. And he starts
0: making noise, Leo does, for like the first time. And eventually he's, you know, and he doesn't get the noise out in time. Right. And so they pronounce them, you know, and then he's like, no, or stop, or something, you know. And uh, they're the like, Leo!
1: They're like, Dad's back!
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this is kind of where it ends. Um, yes. There's, there's uh, a
1: little... A little scroll at the bottom. Yeah.
0: Like, Bob has written a book uh, called Death Therapy. Yes. And it's like a bestseller or something. And uh, Leo is suing him over, right. over the rights. <laughs> so, even in the future, Leo is still... A unlikable. Jerk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And now he's family.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Even worse. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the end of the movie. And we saw this on HBO. Yes. You can probably find it anywhere else
0: you know I've seen it uh, it was playing over the summer on like TBS or TNT yeah but that's with commercials
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: um, I think you can stream it or you can rent it if you've never seen it it's worth watching at least once
1: at least once
0: yeah it's very funny
1: for some reason this is my son's favorite Bill Murray movie and I'm like you've never seen any other Bill Murray movies then
0: <laughs> I love this movie it's but it's good. not my favorite it's, yeah
1: my favorite Bill Murray movie is Ghostbusters yes I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, but they, Siskel and Ebert said that uh, this is his first comedy that he's done since Ghostbusters that was actually beloved. Yes. People like this movie. Uh, Richard Dreyfus did not get along with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray got along with very few people at that time, I guess. Uh, we heard about how he and Harold Ramis got yes. into fights mm-hmm. on the set of Groundhog Day. How he really didn't like, uh, who who did uh, Scrooge? Was it Joe Dante or somebody like that? Maybe. Brian De Palma. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, somebody. But he hated that guy. Yeah. And they, they almost came to blows at one point. So, I mean, Bill if, Murray's just difficult to work with.
0: Well, and if he's, if he's using substances as well, that makes it harder to get yeah. along with people. He's very talented. Mm-hmm. He does really well in, uh, what's that guy's name? The like the, the Life Aquatic
1: and
0: yeah 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 the, the, uh, oh I can't think of his Anderson
1: name. Wes Anderson Wes Anderson
0: he does a really good job with Wes Anderson yeah so Wes Anderson must like him and he must like Wes Same because thing they've with done Ed multiple Norton. yeah yeah and and Norton is kind of hard to get and along Bruce with, apparently. Willis and Bruce Willis yes
1: so all three of those people have done tons of Wes Anderson movies yes and nobody else seems to like them
0: and so there's kind of an elevated intelligence to the Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like maybe it's a um they they feel like they're being their comedy is elevated at this point instead yeah. of lowbrow humor. Right. And so it might be easier to get along with somebody because you're you're getting to be more creative on that aspect instead of being told no, you have to do the script. Right. That could just be excuses too.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Julie Haggerty didn't seem to have a problem with him. The kids didn't seem to have a problem with him.
0: And it could be an ego thing.
1: Yeah, it could be. I mean, Richard Dreyfuss was in Stakeout. Oh, he was in in a lot of
0: movies at this point. Oh, I think one of my favorite Richard Dreyfuss movies is the uh, the one with the aliens
1: no that's a terrible movie
0: i like that movie close encounters of the third kind
1: yeah it's a bad movie don't watch that this movie. means something yeah
0: i love that movie he terry gar yeah yeah i think one of my favorite scenes is when he goes a little crazy in that movie and he just starts ripping out the trees from the yard and he starts throwing them in the house you know uh-huh you have no idea do you you,
1: I saw this movie when I was six.
0: So you haven't watched it again. So you can't say it's a terrible movie. I've
1: walked in on you watching it. Yes. And I'm like, I'm out. And I'd leave the room.
0: The mother from uh, A Christmas Story is in it. Okay. And um, I just really like the movie. She was
1: in Slapshot, too. I
0: remember watching it with my grandfather when I was like really young. Mm-hmm. And I think I have an attachment to the movie because of that. Most likely. But I still like the movie.
1: So, there wasn't much of a soundtrack to this movie.
0: It was just generic, happy music.
1: Yeah. Richard Dreyfuss threatened to eat the goldfish. Yes, he did. So, that was a weird one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, uh, he also sued the production company in real life. Really? For something. I can't really remember what it was, but yeah, he did that. So I think Richard Dreyfus just might be the one that is to blame for most of Richard Dreyfus's problems on this film.
0: That's possible. Having a, a heavy glass ashtray thrown at your head is a problem, though.
1: Yeah, but he missed.
0: He did miss. But what if he had hit him?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <sighs> that's the movie. Go watch this movie. Yeah. If you want.
0: Highly recommend.
1: If you don't then don't watch this movie. If you like this podcast, give us a like, share us to your friends. Subscribe. Subscribe.
0: Ratethispodcast.com slash movie to review us.
1: Exactly. And we've gotten a couple reviews. Yes. Um, We've gotten
0: uh, a couple of additional likes on Facebook, which is nice.
1: Yeah, people we don't know are liking us on Facebook, so that's weird.
0: We're
1: on all your favorite... Podcasting venues. Follow us on Facebook. We are happy Funtime Movie Hour. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. Other than that, I got nothing this week. <laughs> Go watch a movie.